Segunda Show. Hey, what's up? I'm Nicole Atkins, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with your host, Andres Jones. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. In the studio, tempted fate. Questions to the song which will randomly select here with the help of our friend Synchronicity. Radio Apple, give us a shake. Radio Apple, tempting fate. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions. I am and have been your host, Andras Jones, here for seven musical divinations with Tracy Bonham. Hello. And we are coming to the end of this pop oracle session. It's, uh, it's a lot different than the last time you did the show, right? It's Tracy? a lot different. Yes. There was a live audience. There was a live audience. Big screen. Big screen. People Skyping in. Yep, people Skyping in. Yeah. And, and it didn't, and it only took, uh, like a couple hours. It was like maybe, this, yeah, like this is. <laughs> in your old age. Yeah, no, I tell, I, I. People on the show, people, I, I always say this to the guests and like the people who are listening hear me say it all the time, but I can't help it. It does, we're about at acid trip length at this point. Yeah, right? You know, and. Just about coming down. Yeah, we have that sort of like. That weird. We've so been. Get something to eat. Yeah, we've been through it. This yeah. is intense. We've had to look, you look into the abyss and the abyss looks back at you, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and speaking of which, it's time for the abyss to look back. At you, well, Tracy okay, Bonham. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay, all you paper fetishists. <laughs> here we go. Uh, okay, cool. There you go. There's your there's a little I dose think of that. I like it now. Yeah, it is fun. It's yeah. a it's a nice it's a nice sound. Mm. So that is that that sound you heard was Tracy Bonham's question. Uh, the answer to that question. I love this title. Mm. Devil's got your boyfriend. Is that like? Uh, like it got your nose. Devil's got your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and so the, the that's the answer to the question, which mm -hmm. Tracy wrote at the beginning of the show. And mm -hmm. let's see if I can read it. Oh, I'm so polite, dear Oracle. <laughs> I wanted to be respectful. <laughs> so this, I love this <laughs> note. It's so well written. Oh, good. Dear Oracle, in order for me to feel understood by someone, is it necessary? For them to actually understand me, I, Th that's a great question. Yeah. That is a great don't don't okay. don't be shy about this. This is a fantastic question. Okay. This is one I'm that I'm sure we can all relate to, mm -hmm. and and I think it kind of I think it does relate to some of the questions that have already been asked on the show. So. so the answer is going to be "Devil's Got Your Boyfriend." Why don't you just play that song? I'll for just us. get into it. Here we go.
was Devil's Got Your Boyfriend from Tracy Bonham, the answer to her question, her own question for the Pop Oracle, Dear Oracle, in order for me to feel understood by someone, is it necessary for them to actually understand me? Question mark. Mm. So, groovy, <laughs> that's a groovy little number. Thank you. Is that, uh, is that one that's been with you for a long time? Yeah, um... 
Let me see. It came out on my album Masts of Manhattan that was released in 2010, but I had been working on the song for years, and it came in bits and pieces. I originally thought maybe I would submit this to someone else because I didn't think it should belong on my album. And the way I had made my home demo, it was kind of like a Shakira song. So I was like, I'm just going to submit this to Shakira. But then after a while, I grew to to love it and is very personal and uh, it's kind of one of my favorite songs. What do you think about how that answers your question? Hmm. Well, it's about relationships and communication and connection. So my question is, you know, I'm really thinking a lot about connection these days, and I'm really thinking a lot about communication. And uh, I've been listening to a lot of Abraham Hicks. Uh I'm sure you're familiar with. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And one of the things is um, if you stay in your center um, and you see your subject, you know, it could be your partner, it could be your child, it could be someone who you're communicating with through the eyes of source, mm-hmm. right? From spirit, from love. And if you see them through those eyes, it they're irrelevant to how you feel. You should f- feel centered and good all the time. So my question is, you know, if um, you're communicating and it doesn't feel like someone's understanding you, is that does that really even matter? Well, it depends if you're giving them directions or <laughs> yeah, like how to <laughs> how to find find the studio. <laughs> exactly. Right. Or like which door to unlock. To right. To... No, I, I mean I don't know. I just mean like just general conversation or deep stuff, thoughts, wishes, desires, dreams. Um I mean, I, you know, relationships are interesting and connection I suppose is vital. What is it? devil's got your boyfriend? What does that does that mean? Like that your boyfriend has been taken, like mm. has been taken over by almost possessed. Yeah. Has been, is, okay, got yeah. it. So it's not like your boyfriend is leaving you for a devil woman. No, it's more like the devil has possessed the boyfriend, and that's what's making him. You know, Act. do yeah, and, and right. he's never going to let go. Like that man will never change. So, I mean, assuming that we can accept that probably the devil doesn't exist <laughs> then and and go around possessing boyfriends <laughs> this could be a case of the person who's writing the song not getting like i'm you're the person's song is making up a story for some behavior that they don't understand like someone's doing stuff that i don't the only way i can explain that mm-hmm. is that you have been possessed mm-hmm. by the <laughs> devil mhm okay and since that's probably not mm. true, this is what we do. We make up stories to describe the things that, that we don't understand. Yeah. And, you know, and rarely does that story, is that story about how we're wrong mm. or misunder, about how we don't understand. We rarely say, I don't understand that. Mm. Maybe I should try and understand that. Mm. It's like, I don't understand that. How the, how dare you? Right. There's something wrong <laughs> with you. How dare you yeah, yeah, yeah. act in this sure. way? Yeah. Like, why did you just barge past me? Well, because my child is ch- is choking upstairs, right. and I got a call, and that's why I rudely push push you out of the way. Ah. But I just got pushed out of the way, and you're just a rude jerk. Wow! Right? Right? So quick to <laughs> right to judge the situation without knowing well, or and, trying to know. 
ignore the signs, ignore the signs, ignore the signs of warning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like we we see what it's, it's like the mm. the Harry Nelson thing. You see what you want to see and yes. you hear what you want to hear. There you and we come to these situations with our sort of recordings ready made, right? Mm. So if someone act because I've experienced something in the past of someone acting in a certain way. If I see someone acting in a certain way, mm. I collapse those situations mm-hmm. and think they're the same situation. Ah, uh, yeah, you go, yeah, 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 yeah. You experience it again. Yeah, right. Like, and so, you know, like I, I've talked a lot on the show about bullying. Mm-hmm. If you were bullied as a kid, mm-hmm. when you see people acting in a certain way, huh. you might forget that you're not 12 years right. old you and facing a group of bullies you are facing other adults who are probably not going to beat you up and steal your lunch money yeah but you're still relating to them like they are mm-hmm. because we haven't you know because it is not your again we can go back to what we were talking about uh with johnny mm-hmm. you know in therapy we come to it with these broken places mm-hmm. and we get to work that out mm-hmm. so when I go back, so when I go back to the song, to the question, and this is something I've struggled with my whole life. Mm-hmm. This sense of not being under, like you don't get me, is mm-hmm. a huge recording for me. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like has this double meaning. Going back to double meanings, mm-hmm. it's like you don't get me, so you don't get me. I'm gonna. And I'm with- not gonna give. I'm, right. Yeah, I will with. You, know, you don't uh. get me, so I'm withdrawing from the situation because. Whoa. You know, and right. how many musicians, how many artists do you know who have? withdrawn from the world because of that sense of like, I put it out there and you didn't you ex- get it. So fuck Lucky. all of you. Right. right? I'm going to retreat in one, you know, whether it's into mm-hmm. drugs or religion or mm-hmm. just my own, you know, mm-hmm. angry or, yeah. stories about why the world doesn't get me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm a genius. I'm horrible. Right. Like I'm, exactly. one day I'm a genius and nobody I'm gets me. One day I'm just horrible and no mm-hmm. one will ever love me. Mm-hmm. And all of these things are like, so when I think about the question in the song, mm-hmm. it makes me, because the devil lives in your, our own mind. Mm-hmm. So in part, I think that the answer is sort of inherent. It's like, if it doesn't, no, it, in a way, it doesn't really matter. You have to get you. Right. You have to understand you in order to be okay with other people Except, yeah. not understanding right. you. Right. Yeah. Because who can understand anyone, really? <laughs> I mean, unless it's getting directions to the studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I've spent four hours with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten to know you better. But I also feel like the more I get to know someone the more of a mystery they become to me. That's true. The, you know, you get the, yeah. oh, the contradictions. Yeah. They're like this, this way, mm-hmm. but they're also like that, that right. way. And it depends on the nature of the relationship for sure. You know, she looks really healthy, but then she'll just eat a piece of pizza. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you saw me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can eat a pizza. Hey, am I funny. so bad for eating a piece of pizza? <laughs> no, you're from New York. You, oh, need to, you need to eat that. <laughs> now you need to just go walk like 15 blocks. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I'll do that when I get home. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a great, it's great because the question asks us to be okay with not understanding it. I know. I just was thinking the same thing. I, I imagined Blake and I in the car driving down to San Francisco, still talking about it. It might not be resolved because that conversation could keep going on and on and on. Yeah. Hmm. But that's, I mean, again, questions answered, answers question. We don't mm-hmm. answer the questions. We dig deeply into them and i love that the, that it'll continue stories and uh, i do invite 
not all the artists, very few artists actually take me up on this, but when this comes out, the blog post comes out, if you have new insights that you want to share, oh, cool. send them along. I'll just drop them right into the blog and we can get your point of view awesome. and like where, you know, where these synchronicities pop throughout the tour. I love that we're doing this at the beginning of your yeah, tour. Yeah, that's neat. Because touring is an adventure in synchronicity. Yeah, yeah, okay. When you untether yourself from the daily thing and you're just going to yes. one place after another and yes. you have your continuous story yes. and then you're meeting people who don't know your through right. line and then they'll say something and you're like yeah how did yeah did they were they listening to our right. conversation yeah, in the yeah. car blake and i are calling this the travel bubble the travel bubble yeah because huh. you get into this place where you are kind of suspended from your everyday life reality whether it's you know just the mundane things that you're doing at home or the busyness or the responsibilities. Not that we're shirking any responsibilities here, but you do get into that momentum. Yeah. 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 You just, just, you want to get it. You don't want to get into bubble trouble. <laughs> no bubble trouble. Yeah. But you already got into that on the tours of Space Hog. We're, <laughs> those days are over. Those days are over. Yes. Now we're just touring as mature people of trying course. to find understanding where there is none. <laughs> exactly. Well, Tracy, I just think you're wonderful. Thank you. I am so glad that you came back to do my show again. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think it was Blake who was saying that you just, he was like, shoot for the moon. Let's <laughs> see if we can get Tracy Bonham. And it reminded me there's a, a story I heard about some musician who, from Minneapolis, who turned down playing with Prince. <laughs> and this music, this. This guy I was talking about him was like, ah, he's just a no-saying motherfucker. <laughs> no-saying. <laughs> and you are the opposite of a no-saying motherfucker. You, you not talk too much? No, you say yes. Okay. You get invited oh, yes. to Radio 8 Ball. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah, come yeah. Do, your sh yeah. do your show at Theater Off Jackson. Yeah. Oh, you want to be a do this? this <laughs> yeah, I'm Tracy Bonham. I just love to play music. Right. I'm dying to be understood. Please. Thank you. You just nailed it. There it is in a nutshell. Well, that's why we write. You know, we're reaching out. We're trying to. Yes, that's. Oh, my God. I realized that uh, I still have a hard time at my age expressing myself really honestly with, with you know. 27. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I like how you said 27. Um, but I, that's why I write songs. Yeah. Because it's hard for me to talk. Yeah. I know it doesn't seem Well, right, I mean but... even in your your biggest hit is about Yeah. you're telling us the audience that I what you can't tell I can't your tell mother. You. Yeah, like if I just <laughs> go around saying I can't tell you, I can't tell you. That's right. basically my message. I can't tell you. Yes, you're going to you will not uh, I want to be understood, but you'll never understand yeah, you'll me never because get me. You I don't can't get me. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Full circle. It's it's rich. Well, but again, it is, if we didn't have that, mm -hmm. then we wouldn't be writing, we wouldn't write songs. Right. We would, you know, I, like I was saying, like he, I, I still don't believe him that Billy Joel doesn't <laughs> write songs. He right. writes them and throws them away, maybe. Okay. Goes into the room. That's a good story. He writes them and throws them away. I just okay. can't believe yeah. that, because just that, because. The writer, it's the real key thing. Something happens in your life and you can't make sense not? of it yeah but he had a lot of crap go on in his life well i mean i know everybody does yeah but, but you can turn it off you can be like fuck it i'm not even you know i'm gonna shut it down i've tried yeah i would have what i would call songwriter relapses mm -hmm. I, my 2001 story was that <laughs> i i had everything come down my wow. one of my best friends died of cancer mm -hmm. my wife 
left me. Yeah. My grandfather had a stroke, and the the patriarch of our family, and just he was a brilliant scientist. He Jeez. went to someone who could barely communicate. Oh my god! And I just hit the wall with my with playing music. Like I just didn't. I've been touring and putting out records for ten years, and it was everything that drove me. And when the relationship that had fed me. I was so much of my songwriting life I had built around who I thought I was in this relationship. Right. And then that was gone. Mm. And I just, you know, I didn't, I, I was like, I don't, it, if, unless someone asks me to keep doing this, I'm just going to stop. And nobody wow. asked me to keep doing it wow. for 10 years of touring. And it was just sort of like, okay, mm. well, then I'm just going to stop. And then, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night from a dream and there's a melody mm -hmm. and you play a song and you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to play this onto a tape and then mm -hmm. put it away. Mm -hmm. And then you start doing more of those. And then when something bad happens, mm -hmm. another breakup happens, mm -hmm. eight songs come mm -hmm. out. You're just like, mm -hmm. yeah, that. So, but if, if I didn't, I mean, I guess I was talking with this, some, I think on another show, like we're so lucky to have this yep. outlet. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know, like what do you? How do you deal with a breakup if you can't write? <laughs> you know, how yeah, do you yeah. how do you deal with the death mm. of someone mm -hmm. or like a, a total rank injustice in your life mm. where nobody else is going to understand it, but mm. you can make sense of it you in can a song. Put it into song, or maybe if you're a visual artist, you put it into a painting right. or yeah, photograph. You know, yeah. Thank God, we so, are we are lucky. Yeah. And we get to, and in that way, we get to understand ourselves. Bring it back. We try. That <laughs> yeah. Through songs, I get to integrate things that I that are untenable in my mm -hmm. life, and make them mm. somehow beautiful, and make the equation work in a way that at least I can know. Ah, yeah. If you listen to this song and you've experienced this, then we do get each other. Mm -hmm. You do get me. Mm. I mean, I get the specifics, but mm -hmm. if you can hear this in the way I hear it, then we're. We do understand right, each other. Right. So there's a communion. Mm -hmm, exactly. Um, well, Tracy. Uh, Tracy. <laughs> Thank you. Andres. I hope, I hope they do their... I hope they, they, you get your, your Tracy Bonham tribute night. <laughs> that would be awesome. Thank you. Maybe we'll do it here in Seattle sometime. Yeah, okay, cool. And I hope you have a great show at the Rendezvous tomorrow Thanks. and a great tour. Mm. Safe, tra safe travels. Be careful out on those roads. Mm -hmm. Remember, in Washington State, you're not allowed to be to talk on to be on the phone while you're driving. All right, we won't do that in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, you're not even allowed to eat while you're driving. <laughs> really? But they they can't pull you over unless Until they you can't pull you. Your burrito? No, they can't pull you over for eating. But if you have an if you are driving weird and they see that you're eating, you can get pulled oh, over and get That's picketed kind of like drunk weird. driving. You know, Washington's they, they serious. They see you eating. Like if no. they if you're driving erratically. Okay, and then they and they see that you are eating in the while driving, and that they that will was give you a ticket for eating and not just for driving erratically. Yeah. But if they see you and you're eating your burrito, but you're perfect fifty five, they won't pull you over. <laughs> I guess unless you're, I think I get it. Unless you're not white, and you then they'll pull you over oh, because yeah, exactly. they're racist bastards. But you never know, like how much hot sauce is at the end of the burrito, and the guy's got to follow you, right? In order to make sure they're just waiting outside a Taco Bell, <laughs> pulling people over right out of the drive-through. <laughs> you got a burrito in that bag? Yeah. Um, well, but once you get to Oregon, it's all good. You just have yeah. to let other people no, take a... yeah but you gotta let other people pump your gas 
Oh, I love that. Okay, I cool. I love it. You don't have to get out of the car. Yeah, and when I they come it. up to your car, don't get scared and roll up the windows. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm all good with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, obviously, I don't want to let you go, but I have to. <laughs> so thank you, Tracy Bonham, and thanks to all of your friends who joined us. Thank you for inviting such great people. Cool. And until next time. Yes. So, oh, I just, just will say, if you are enjoying the show, please tell your friends who like music or synchronicity about this. That's how we spread the word about it. And if you like what we're doing, please check out our app. You can download it free from the from the iTunes store or from the Google Play store. It's filled with every song that's ever been recorded in the history of Radio 8 Ball that are used as the oracle fodder for your own personal musical divinations. If you love this show, but you just don't want to have the host getting in the way, you can do it all on your own. So, there, I've told you that information. Again, thank you very much, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you to our engineer, Brian, and his crew. And thank you to Blake and to Clatter and Din. And why not thank Tobias the Owl for inviting me to this great place nice. and introducing me to it. So, and thank you, Oracle. Oh, thank you. Thank you, dear Pop Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball.